0: Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today we're here uh, we're here with Michelle uh, Gonzalez. She's an authority coach who is here to help guide new leaders to fulfill their potential. So, yeah, Michelle, please introduce yourself to the podcast.
1: Hi everybody, my name is Michelle, and I am an authority coach. Thank you so much, Steve, for introducing me. What I do in my day-to-day life is I really help people feel themselves, feel their identity, and express what they need to on a daily basis, whether that is expressing their emotions, expressing their conversations, and really owning up to their relationships for themselves and for other people. I think that is a great way to start your life and start on a purposeful path because you feel more true to yourself. So that's just a couple of things that I love to do, and you know I'm ready to express and, and feel and, and show you what type of power that I bring onto my clients and onto my daily life.
0: Amazing. And the first thing that I want to know about you, you said that you were a therapist for kids. So, tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, so this job kind of just fell onto my lap. I was in two corporate jobs, and I noticed that these locations weren't really fulfilling my, my plan as to be more purposeful, take more action into my life. I felt like those jobs weren't really giving me the entirety of what what I could challenge myself with. So I was looking at jobs on Indeed, and I found this job called Behavioral Interventionalist, which is exactly what I do. Now I am licensed. I've been working with about 16 cases throughout the month, and I am a Behavioral Interventionalist, which is a Registered Behavioral Therapist. So I go to children's homes, who are on the spectrum or have been diagnosed with autism or any spectrum disorder that they have, and I assess their behaviors. So what that means is I look at what's going on on a day-to-day basis, because every kid, every home is very different. Because I speak Spanish and my background is, um, you know, Latin background, I mostly help out individuals in that. So I have families who are from Salvador, I have families who are from Guatemala, and I love to see that part in me because it makes my heart grow that I'm able to help out my own community in that part, right? So with my children, I look at how they're feeling, what's going on, what type of behaviors they are giving me, and I also help them on self-daily activities. So we do potty training, and we um, also have feeding training, so if they're holding, if my children are three years and under, we help them use a spoon, a fork, helping them, you know, try to give themselves that, that chance to challenge themselves, to feed themselves versus asking them questions, personal questions. How old are you? How are you feeling? Helping them prioritize and assess their own feelings also. If you're feeling mad, what can you do? These are the questions that I just I give them. But mainly, what I love to do with my children is I play with them, and that's a great way to to I guess show them what they're capable of. Because if you're working with a kid, they're not really going to show you what they're capable of. Versus when you're playing, it's much more of a naturalistic environment. So we, we have some toys out, I'll ask them some questions, but they're more entertained with the toys, which is why I'm able to do my job, because I'm actually just playing with them and showing them, oh, this car just goes boom. And that's how they start learning. We start learning by playing, by pretend play, right? Oh, a firefighter has this helmet, a police Man has this uniform. And that's how they start to categorize some of the activities that we do.
0: Wow. And in your actual business, tell me, how do you help people there?
1: As a life coach?
0: As
1: a life coach? Yep. Yeah, so being a life coach has given me so much purpose in my life because I actually get to talk and converse about the hard things in life. Life is not butterflies and rainbows and magic shit. No, it's, it's really hard to get up every single day and change yourself for the better because we're so used to a routine, a routine that was given to us by our parents, right? We wake up, we go to school, and then we come back home and we eat something. When we start growing up, I've noticed that we stay in that same cycle. We wake up, we go to work, We come back home, and then we have maybe the weekend to ourselves. So I wanted to show individuals that there is so much more to life than just the weekend. There is so much more to life than just that job. And by being a BI, a behavior interventionist, I was able to change that status quo for myself. And I show individuals, you don't have to stay in that job if you don't like it, right? Even though you feel like you're tired, you're, 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 um, you're in pain because of... You know, you have uh, back pain, headaches. That's the one thing that I've noticed in myself that I needed to get out of a job because my body started showing me these signs. I had a really bad headache every time I was going into work. I had a really bad eye twitch, which prevented me from doing my job because it was, you know, it was all physical stuff. And I was more focused on my body versus my job. So, because of that, I got out of that location and I started looking more into the body, what my body was showing me. And that's how I'm able to assess my clients as well. So as a life coach, I asked them what type of exercise or what type of routine do you have? And that's the most important thing because that energy, your morning routine, your afternoon routine is going to shape your energy for the entire day. If you're waking up and you're just looking on your phone, then you're just Receiving information, right? Versus you wake up, you work out, you eat something good, you start energizing yourself. You started to prioritize yourself. So that's a, a, one of the steps that I look into being a life coach is looking at what routines that my clients want to change up by just talking to them. Asking them, what makes you feel purposeful? What type of action do you want to create in one month? What is your goal for that action? Giving them, giving them, not I'm not giving them the answer. They're giving, they are giving themselves the answer by just answering my question, right? And they're simple questions, but because nobody has ever asked them these questions, it allows them to think and ponder about what life they do want and what life they're able to create.
0: Hmm. By the way, how did you get the idea to do this?
1: So when no, I was transitioning I was... into jobs, I was able to go back into this school which is called Dharma Coaching Institute and the way that I found that school out is because I was listening to a lot of podcasts and I found a individual named Sahara Rose So Sahara was was actually my teacher in Dharma Coaching Institute, and I look up to her so much because she gave me a new perspective into thinking and believing and feeling as a woman, coming back into your power and looking at your divine femininity and how you're able to express that. In my day-to-day life, that's not really shown. My family was just working 24-7. We didn't really dress up. We didn't go out to party. We didn't really dance. It was just mainly work, 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 work due to the fact that we are, we came from Central America. So we needed to build a life here. Nobody was offering us any help because we didn't have family here. We just popped in and started going into work. So my childhood didn't really look like toys and fun. It was waking up at 7 in the morning, sitting up my mom's store and selling whatever I can to make ends meet for a house, a car, whatever it is that our goal was for that month. So now that I look at life and how I can adapt and change that, I notice that our work shows so much about ourselves and how we create and take action. If our body shows us that we can't move forward, we can't, we're too stiff into joining this group or this job or taking this action, then that means that that's something that there's a blockage, right? We need to work on that. So when I, when I was listening to this podcast, I just Something changed in me. Uh, I was able to create, or I guess I was able to connect with my consciousness. I was able to connect with my ego. And it was really hard to notice that I was in a cycle. I was in a routine. And it was all given to me by society. You wake up, you go to school, you go back home. You wake up, you you go to work, you come back home, right? And I was in that life, but when I started listening to this podcast, I noticed there's a whole another life outside. There's a whole another wor- world outside of what I'm used to. So I started to dabble in. I started taking classes. I started learning more. I started reading about like self help and how I can gain money financially. How I can gain money online and see what I can create for myself and what I could create for the community and that's where my life coaching skills started coming in I noticed that individuals especially my friends would always come to me for advice I would have like these just epiphanies of like things I had to say to certain people I started just going up to random individuals and started to talk to them not something I would do in like when I was a teenager, when I was just growing up, but now that I have that confidence in myself, which is what life coaching has given me, is that confidence in talking to individuals. Especially with COVID, we all started being very close off. So now that I have, like, this confidence and I'm able to show somebody, hey, we're just people just trying to live our life. And even though we look like bystanders, these bystanders could be angels and they have messages for us. So I also think about myself in that way. When I talk to somebody, maybe something can come up. And there's a reason as to why I'm in this place, in this time, in this moment. It's because I was destined to be here. I was destined to talk to you. I was destined to talk to X, Y, and Z people and meet my cases and uh, you know have my clients because that is exactly the the path that I was that was that I was supposed to take. Challenge my life how it was and change it into this new magical. Um, Place that I'm in right now.
0: Hmm, pretty interesting. And tell me, with how many clients are you working right now?
1: Yes. So I do work as a life coach. I'm also a teeth whitening technician. I have my own cases in the um, in my company name called Aces. Uh, That's where I work with my autistic children. Uh, And I'm also a podcast host. So I do multiple jobs uh, during like a month, which I don't really feel like it's a job. It's more of like my whole life is like a hobby and I'm just connected to it. And I just try to have fun as much as I can. So yes, I'm working, but it's not really working when you're having fun.
0: And about the authority coaching that you're doing... I like how many people do you currently have in that program?
1: Currently, so I have group coaching and I have one-on-one coaching. My one-on-one coaching, I do like to only add in about two two to three people a month just because I do want to focus on their goals. And I don't want to add in a lot of clients because it, it helps me individualize and make a plan for three people in a month versus making it for like 10 people. It's a lot harder to, to conduct, but it is possible for me, right? And I do want to challenge myself to at least, by the end of this year, have 10 clients in one month. But so far at this moment, we're taking it slow. I have three people because on full moon days, I also host group settings where approximately I have 40 to 100 people join group settings with an organization called We Explore Earth. So what I do with them is I offer healing ceremonies for about an hour to two hours. We'll have a full moon hike plus a cleanup going up the trail. And we'll do yoga with a yogi named Yogi Noemi. So she'll Assess her her yoga, and it feels really good to just like feel the body. And after, I'll have my group setting, which is just like healing ceremony of getting back into the body, identifying what the triggers are, and releasing all of that for the full moon
0: Wow, incredible! By the way, how are you pricing your packages?
1: Can you repeat that?
0: Uh, how are you pricing your packages about your coaching?
1: Yeah, so one month would be $300, two months, excuse me, three months would be 500 and then for seven months, I have a $1,000 package. Mm. What's included in them would be weekly meetings plus journal prompts and meditative, meditative messages to for for the journal process. So I offer meditative videos and I send them to them. And I allow them to assess what they're feeling in that scenario. Write it down. So when we do meet we have a plan for the next step.
0: Right? So uh you told him that you're currently getting one to three people a month, like new people enrolling into your program. Yes. And Tell me, how do you plan to scale that? What do you mean? I, like, started getting even more people to a pro- pro- program. Because, like, oh, yeah. what you do is helping... You- yeah.
1: So, what I'm starting to do right now is because I am getting my clientele built up, I have a Discord group where I can start meeting with the individuals that I have right now into a Wednesday group called War- Warrior Wednesdays. So... I'm using my days of like going on group hikes. I get my I get the people that are interested, uh, they talk to me after, I look at their plans, how I can help them. Because not everybody is connected to our energy, right? We're not supposed to help everybody, but the people that I can help that are interested and are, are ready to take action, I take them on and I I put them under my wing and I say, Okay, let's start because if you don't start now, It's going to be harder to start whenever you feel ready. When you you feel like it's a challenge, then it's supposed to be a challenge, right? It's supposed to be, it's meant for you, is what I'm trying to say. So what I'm trying to do is kind of get those individuals that I am in, like, enrolling right now, because I do have a wait list of individuals. But like I said, I, I want three people in a month right now. So those individuals in a wait list, instead of allowing them to, like, wait until I'm ready, I want to move those individuals to a a group discourse, which is where we'll do the same thing. It's only on Wednesdays. I feel like there's just a power with Wednesdays and how I'm able to, like, express and feel and uh, show them, like, the dance moves. Because I do dancing. I have music. uh, We journal. We talk about just various topics, and I want to be able to bring them that space and just open it up to about 20 to 30 individuals for that Discord group on Wednesdays.
0: Mm, Pretty interesting. So now tell me, what are your future goals?
1: Thank you for asking. So my future goal with life coaching is creating a group of life coaches that offers coaching into a correctional facility. So uh, individuals uh, like inmates who are getting released, I want to be able to help them at least for three, four months just so they can get an idea of what they can do once they get released from the prison the reason that I want to do that is because my father has been incarcerated and he has so much passion, he has so much instinct. He had he, he wanted a life for himself. But I noticed that the the correctional system wasn't really assisting anybody. They were just incarcerating them and letting them do whatever they needed inside. But at a at a price, right? You you wear color, that means that you are dangerous, right? You wear red, you're the dangerous, and you can't work, right? So they're just wasting their time there. So what I want to be able to do is have a group of individuals who are ready to change up their life, to change up their dynamic, to change up their mindset, so they are able to live that lifestyle that they want into society.
0: Wow, pretty interesting. And so far, what are the biggest achievements in your life?
1: My biggest achievements would be being a BI because I've seen so much difference in how Michelle as a corporate life would be versus Michelle in a fun environment. And I lived my life by being being fun, by being a a fun caretaker and just enjoying my life. life. The reason that this is my biggest achievement is because because my childhood wasn't so fun. fun. Like I said, I was working. um, I just had to be a good civilian because I was an immigrant. So I had a lot of roles in my life. And for a reason, because this society isn't so nice to immigrants they think that we're just here to try to gain uh, jobs and stuff which is yes reality because we need some sort of living right but we're not trying to take anything from anybody I'm just trying to live a life that where I was living in Central America the government wasn't allowing us to fulfill those those destinies they weren't they weren't helping us the way that government helped you here it's a better living situation here in the U.S. than it is in Honduras or in any other in any other country. It is doable because I have been able to go back and, and see the amount of work individuals are putting into their life. So I see that change and I see that the willingness that people are willing to change their life. And my biggest achievement is just going out and talking to individuals, right? Having fun, having those fun conversations talking to individuals who need a message for them and being that guidance, right? And I've been able to do that these couple of years because I've been able to offer myself a big confidence versus just shying away, getting the licenses and never doing anything with them. I've been able to start stepping into my power,
0: by taking my exams, getting my license, calling myself an authority coach and sending my messages my because the right people will come, and I know that they will. Amazing. Now, tell me, do you plan to run any ads or do something other to, like, maybe grow your Instagram following or your social media following? Because for what you do to have only, like, 200 followers is just a pity. Like, more people need to see you because the only way to help more people is for more people to know about you. So what do you plan to do? What's your plan to grow your business?
1: Yeah, so I'm working on some business cards right now, and I'm working on a website, so there's a finalized version of what I want and how I want to create it, and even if you're not interested right now, I do want to offer free courses, right? So in my plan, I have a website that shows what I do, the steps that I take, and how I can help you if you want a package versus if you want free courses, So that allows individuals from, if you want the courses, go ahead, buy the subscription, get it, versus if you can't right now and if you're financially tied, because I know I've been there, financials, you know, we have a lot of bills, we have a family to to take care of. So these are things that I, I know that will help bring in more people because it's not just like, oh, you pay her and then like, you know, you do the action and then you leave. No, it's, It's more of like, it's a story, right? I want to be a part of your story. I want to be a part of your life. And by being that coach that wants to be a part of your life, it makes me more authentic. Much more of an authentic person than I'm just like a salesy person.
0: Yeah, pretty interesting. And, by the way, what's your opinion on books? Are you currently reading any? I'm currently, by the way, reading How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. So, what are you reading at the moment?
1: I just received a new book, actually. Let me think about the title. Let me see. It is called, it is by Nita Bersha, which is one of my other coaches. And it's called sucking Moments and What to Do With Them. So she goes on talking about how in her life she's had a couple of deaths when she was at a young age and what she was able to do and the cycle and a diagram of what she was able to do when she got older right and I want to say it's an amazing book because it shows you that life is not always butterflies and rainbows there's shit that happens to us every single day there's people that look at us nasty there's words that affect us and this book has taught me that we are allowed to share to share and to feel and to express our feelings. We're allowed to be angry, sad, mad, all of the above, and happy, ecstatic, joyful, all of that. We're able to feel our feelings and express them the way that we want, and it should be acceptable. Just because we were told, hey, don't cry, don't cry, why are you crying? That's bullshit. We shouldn't be holding on to our feelings. So this book has really gave me, like, a different perspective of, like, how our feelings dictate what we can do for ourselves, taking a break or continuing to work.
0: Yeah, pretty interesting. And also, I'm wondering, how big is your database of people? Maybe like your email list or do you even have one?
1: So I don't have an email list, but that is a great idea. I have been looking into add more things into my website since it's not finalized yet, I would love to have an email list because I do have a waiting list about 15 people for the Discord group. So with that, I want to be able to send them a a link out to share some of the things that I want to do for the month because I want to have a theme setting for each month. So this month, uh, we're in April, right? It's Earth Day. I want to be able to show like, hey, even though there's like so much going on today, we should look into... The earth and the nature, and feel our feel ourselves with you know the green and the beautifulness, the sky, the colors, you know, just itemize it so they can feel themselves versus and give give to others, right? Earth Day is so big for me because I go out with my organization. We explore Earth and we do cleanups. We do so much for the environment, and these cleanups help out. Economy, not me, not the economy. <laughs> uh, they help out all the animals, and they help out the the species that are living there. Now that we have so many species that are dying off due to extinction because of the the conditions that Earth is, I want to be able to give back to the individuals, right? With the newsletter that offers, this is what's going on. This is why it's important, and why we should even take in consideration of the world. And sometimes, you know, put ourselves to the side. Our feelings and our goals and aspirations are going to show up and will be there. It is our path. And also, it is our path to give to others, give to the world. So I want to be able to add in those things, right? How we can give time to ourselves versus give time
0: to the world. Amazing. And, like, tell me, where do you think your business can improve the most? Like, where is it lacking the most? Maybe, like, marketing, maybe sales. Like, where is it lacking the most?
1: Yeah, so, marketing would be one of the big ones because it is, like, I'm a one-woman show right now. I do the hosting. I have my day job. I have uh, my teeth whining technician Job. So I have a couple of things that I do, and it's just like a one-woman show. I would love to add in a team, right, a team of somebody who is doing the marketing, who is uh, editing the podcast, who is uh, publishing uh, on my social media apps. So that would be helpful to have a team. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love to do my job and, and how to, like, express it because it is, a, it is new to me. It's something new that I needed to learn to see how I can challenge myself. But it would also be nice to have a team in order to help me in that in that area so I can just focus more on coaching and clients and bring in that, that workflow for others who are willing to, to help out and to gain more experience.
0: Amazing. By the way, like... Have you ever thought about, like, doing a webinar? Because, like, you're teaching somebody about something, right? And when you're teaching, uh, like, when you're offering a coaching, uh, when you're offering coaching to people, it's very uh, a very good idea to do a webinar. Because with a webinar, like, you start by teaching the people what you're doing, then why is it even valuable and important? And then in the end, you can offer them your services. So, like, have you thought about doing a webinar or something like that?
1: So, Steve, I actually have, Steve, I been, have, been, have been in multiple webinars, webinars with, like, marketing, with, like, special. Uh, you know, like, uh, their team, I, wanna their team, their I team. want to say. It's their team. Their it's also life team. coaches that offer That's assistance with marketing, that offer assistance with how to do sales. So, I want to say that would be a great idea to start also, right, to show what I have to, to give out, to teach, plus – provide them, if you want to go into this step, if you want to go into this area, there's ways that you can contact me, there's ways that you can join me, there's ways that you can work with me.
0: Huh, and so you're thinking about doing a webinar, right? But like, when do you plan to actually start implementing and taking actions about it?
1: All I would need to know is like how to start it, what apps I can use in order to start it. So if I take in consideration I really want to do this, which I do, I can probably start next month.
0: Perfect. And <laughs> by the way, uh you mentioned that you want help with your podcast, somebody to edit your clips and things like that, right? Yeah. So actually what uh so I'm doing a webinar right now, right? And like uh before i was doing it all by myself but i actually hired somebody to do like everything so let me tell you a little bit more about that because that can really help you like as a podcast owner you have three main struggles right finding the right people to talk to marketing like your podcast and making it special like people need to see it more And editing your content and making like small videos, maybe like TikToks, YouTube shorts, video reels, and publishing those. Because nobody's going to watch one hour of somebody talking for no reason. They first need to see a small clip, uh, pick their interest, and then go and watch the whole thing, right? So those are the three main struggles. And like, I, I didn't have enough time. I'm also working a lot of other jobs. And like, I didn't, I'm just like you. I didn't have that much time to take care of my podcast. But, like, what I did, I hired somebody to edit it, to market it, and to find me the right people to talk to, like, you, basically. And so, I really do think that that can help you a lot, like, finding the right person that can help you with that. So, yeah, maybe just look forward into that. And maybe I can even, uh, like, connect you with the guy that did it for me. So, that's a great way to help you. And, yeah, what do you think about that?
1: That would be really helpful, Steve. Like I said, sometimes we're in the right place at the right time. We're destined to meet people. So if I'm talking to you today and you have connections, let's connect. Let's really connect so (laughs) we can make this a bigger and better thing for individuals to look forward to.
0: Perfect. Let's do it. And, yeah, uh, so, you know, my last question for you, Michelle, tell me, who are your role models?
1: So my role models. Uh, the first one that I do want to mention is my mother. So she is an immigrant woman. Uh, she came from Central America. She had her, my father, which is her husband, who uh, actually was an abusive father, an abusive husband to her. So she has a, ab- she's been able to really look at her scenarios and change up the way that she views it. Right. My father and my mother are actually still together to this day, uh, due to the fact that they've been able to shape and adapt their relationship towards something healthy and something beneficial for their future. So I see that as powerful for a woman to not step down, to keep on fighting for what she believes in. And that's where I have my drive and energy and in just creating because she has created her own business, which is BMN Accessories, where she sells car parts, right? Her and my father do that on the side. So. Like they have shown me, even though we come from another location, another uh, country, you're able to still establish yourself here. You're able to establish yourself anywhere because of the amount of work that you could do, the amount of energy that you have, and the amount of thrive that you have. So I've been able to look at them, analyze them, and see how they do things. And I said, I want to do that for myself which is where life coaching starts, which is where my businesses start. So she's one of my role models. The next role model that I have would be William. He is the founder of We Explore Earth, which is the organization that I that I volunteer my time with. And he is just an amazing person and allows, allows you to just be yourself, plus take care of the universe, right? He has shown me and has taught me how to love ourselves by exercising, by going out on on a nature walk, by um, allowing organizations like, um, like Native individuals to show us how to take care of this world. And because of that, I would have never known about necklace workshops or, you know, the songs that they sing. When we have individuals who are willing to share their seeds, share their ideas, and connect more individuals, just like how you're doing today, Steve, how you're connecting me with another person and how you're you're sharing my message, that's what I love. So William does a great job in expressing himself and expressing the community that we're in and just putting the time and energy to build something that you believe in. So those are my two role models. Um, and then... I do have one more. I don't know her personally, but I have looked up to her for a really long time, which is Sahara Rose, the founder of Dharma Coaching Institute, which she was one of my teachers. And the way that she speaks and shares her message has really warped my mindset, right? It has, given, it has given me the divine femininity. I've been able to show and express myself so much more in a creative way than I have been ever without. If I didn't find her podcast, I don't know where I would have been by now, right? I was probably still working at a corporate job. But now that I, I stumbled across it and I stuck with it and I did all like all, this, all the courses, I became a rose gold goddess. I just be, started giving myself these titles because I knew that I was meant for so much more. I started to believe myself and she gave me that. She gave me an acceptance and she gave me uh, that, like, Curiosity to find myself and to you know allow my identity to always change. We're not just one person, we're just endless beings, endless souls. So, I've been able to be one giant, giant. sunbeam because of these role models that I have.
0: Amazing! So, this is a great time with Michelle. I gotta thank you for being here. I have learned so much about life from just hearing you talk. Like it's so incredible, and also I I'm mean, Im- I'm an immigrant to the United States like you, so we are very familiar. Like incredible, honestly. So again, I gotta thank you for being here. I'm sure all of the listeners have learned a lot. And what's your final takeaway for the people listening? My final takeaway,
1: My final take-away would be get to, get to know yourself. Get to know your power. Get, your power. get to know when you need a break because those would be the indicators of your life of when you feel like you're going in the right path and when you need to take an exit. Once you realize that for yourself, life will be so much easier for you. You're not going to try to drive your body to do things that you don't want to because it's not necessary. Listen to your body, take your time, and feed yourself good good messages, right?
0: Definitely. So again, Michelle... Thank you for being here. And I'll see everyone in the next episode. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. (laughs)